Madeleine Albright, remember her? The sure. She was the first woman as a Secretary of State in America. True. First one. Oh, not only the first woman, the first Jewish woman. <laughs> Even if she didn't really quite love it. She, and yeah, exactly. She said she discovered that she's Jewish. She was 59 years old. She became a Secretary of State. <laughs> it's hard to believe. Why? Because her parents, she was born in Prague in Czechoslovakia. Her parents converted to Christianity because to escape persecutions, anti-Semitism. They ran away from the Holocaust to London because they had connections. Her grandparents, three of her four grandparents, were perished in the Holocaust. Mm. That you want to tell me she didn't know that. What happened to your grandparents? She didn't ask your parents, where are my grandparents? Why they died? Where are they? She had no grandparents. Mm. She didn't know anything. By the, such a bright woman who was before she was the Secretary of State, she was the, uh, she was the American ambassador to the UN. Right. She knew everything. She knew the story. But she didn't know about, she claimed that she didn't know she was, that she was Jewish. <coughs> in, Jude, in, the, in, in, in this week, we're going to have about reading about another woman who claimed she does not know that she is Jewish, her identity, Esther, the Queen Esther from the Megillah, right? She also, when she became queen, she also told the king that she didn't know she was Jewish. Then what, uh, Mordechai told her, when she was taken to the king, Mordechai told her, don't tell the king that you're Jewish. Then there is two questions. You know. Number one, why Mordechai told it to her? Mordechai himself was a very proud Jew. I you know he's a proud Jew. When, when Amen came with bow down, he just said, I'm not bowing down no matter what. And the Talmud even points out Mordechai really brought the whole calamity of the Jewish people. You don't like to bow down to him and get out of town. What are you standing in front of him every day and make him nervous again? But Mordechai was so strong to be Jewish that if he's such a proud Jew, why he told Esther, who he adapted to, not to don't say who, who you are. Don't tell, don't tell the king that you're Jewish. That's the first question. The answer is, the Talmud answers, and it was from a, from a practical point. He told her, if you say you're not Jewish, nobody will care what you do. You say you're a vegetarian, you'll be able to keep kosher. You're a vegetarian. At that time, vegans didn't exist, <laughs> but vegetarians exist always. Say you're a vegetarian, you can keep kosher. Shabbat, the queen doesn't do anything anyway, right? Hmm. And she can do it. You, you know you keep it, you know when it's Shabbos, and you'll be careful from doing it. If she says she's Jewish, forget about that. Nobody will let her get away with it. Because you, you, it means you're insulting the religion of the king, and you start a whole passion to convert her and to make her in this way. She's not Jewish, if anything, she doesn't know who she is. The real question is, how was she able to convince the king that she's not Jewish? She comes from Mordechai's house. She comes from the Jewish neighborhood. She came from Beachwood. How oh, she knows she's not, what do you mean she's not Jewish? Who will not know Jewish? From Mordechai was the, the head of the Sanhedrin. They were, they was a, a big member, uh, the head or chief member of the, of the Jewish Supreme. What do you mean you don't know? Right. What do you mean you're not Jewish? The answer is, she was adopted, right? She told Mordechai, said, I found a nice pretty girl, little baby girl, and I adopted her. I don't know who she is. I never met her father. I never met her mother. I don't know who this girl is. And if she doesn't know, if he doesn't know, how she should know. She was adopted by him. Obviously, she didn't look Jewish. Hmm. She would look, she would have a Jewish face. There wouldn't be an argument. Sure, you look Jewish. I mean, the Talmud says that everyone thought she's like the, 
every nation said she comes from our nation. She looked so unusual, that so beautiful, mm. that everybody claimed she's coming from us. Mm. Everybody liked her and everybody wanted to associate her with, her with their own people. Right. Now, this thing that Achashverosh, the king, did not know who she is, drove him crazy. Because you see, being a king is all about genealogy, all about who you are coming from, who is your, uh, for me, you're coming, your dynasty. Now, Achashverosh was a nobody. His claim, to, his claim to kingdom was his wife, his best, his best king, Vashti. She was a daughter of a king and a granddaughter of Nebuchadnezzar, the Babylonian king. That she was loyalty, she was royalty, she was everything, and he was adopted, he was attached to royalty. He, was, he became a king because he's a, he's a gangster, but he needed, to, he needed some claim to, 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 the, to the throne. Hmm. He killed Vashti. Now he doesn't know who this new queen is. Not only this, if she's, maybe she's coming from uh, gypsies or from some uh, slaves, and then it's an insult for the king to be married to such a woman. Then that, that she didn't know who she is, that she told him, I don't know who I am, drove him crazy, drove him nuts. Hmm. Now, for seven years, Esther lived with a covered identity. Seven years, she was a queen. So it was a long time. The story of the Megillah is around 10 years. Yeah, I didn't know it was that long. Seven years she was a queen and everything was gone. Nobody knows she is. Seven years. Not a day, not a week. Then one day came the moment. Amen came to power. And the king said that everybody has to bow down to him. And Amen was like a, like a narcissist. He needed everybody to bow down to him. And, and Mordechai didn't want to bow down to him. And they asked him, why you don't bow down to him? He says, because I'm a Jew, and a Jew bows down only to God. Oh, you're a Jew. Oh, now we have to kill all the Jews. They decided to kill all the Jews, right? Mordechai heard the story. He came out, and he started to cry, and he gathered all the Jews, and he made a big tumult, and everybody's crying and mourning and fasting and praying to God. Esther is the, no Esther is the commotion outside. She sends a messenger to Mordechai to ask him, what, what is happening? Why are you tearing your clothing? Why are you making noise? It sent her the decree to kill all the Jews on the 13th of Adar, a day before Purim. And there is enough time. It was right before Pesach it came out the decree. It was like 11 months available. It does go to the king and tell him who you are. It's time to tell him who you are and to save your people. But you said, you know, I wasn't, call, I wasn't summoned to the king for 30 days. And if I go now, if you show up without, that he's not summoned, you're killed. You're, you're at shoulder. I mean, there's no chokhmah there. There's no messing around. She told her, you have to go. And maybe that's your purpose in the world, why you came to the world, why you became a king, a queen. And that's what God did. That's your destiny. That's your destiny. She decided to go to the king. She went to the king. She comes to the king, she tells the king. She went and the king tells her, oh, he loved, he loved her. Even if he didn't see her for 30 days, she was afraid she's not loved anymore, she's hated. He saw her, he fell in love with her, said, Esther, whatever you want, I'll give you. A, a half of the kingdom I'll give you, just tell me. He says, if you want to, to do what I want, I want to invite you and Amen for a wine meeting. Drink, for a drink. Mishteyain, hmm. a wine drink. They came at night, he and he summoned Amen right away, the sitting. He turns to the queen and says, Queen Esther, please tell me, what can I do for you? A half of the kingdom I'm ready to give you. 
maybe that's the first place that husband and wife have to share their uh, <laughs> properties, their, their estate, half yeah. and half. <laughs> it's only the first time that you read it is the Megillah. The king tells, I'll give you half of the kingdom. <laughs> I was thinking, I was, as I was reading it. Then <laughs> it, uh, she tells them, if you really want me to do, to tell you what I think, uh, tomorrow we'll make, come tomorrow to another wine drink, another meeting of wine, and there is where I'm going to tell you what I want. Mm. And she keeps him like dragging him out and he doesn't know what to think. Finally, the second night arrives. The king turns and says, Esther, what I can do for you? Tell me, I have of the kingdom out of you. She tells them, I was, we were sold, me and my people, to be killed and to be destroyed and to be annihilated. You and your people. She didn't tell him, I'm Jewish. That's how she told it to him. Says, who wants to kill you? She points out the name and this evil man. It was the first time he heard that she's Jewish. Told him, I'm Jewish, and you made a decree because he gave you 10,000 shekels, silver coins, to kill all the Jews. He says, if he would be slaves, no. But to just to be destroyed and killed for no reason. Then the rest is history, right? He hanged him and that was the miracle. Of the, of the king, right? This week, then the question is, somebody asked me this week, why am Purim we drink? Why we get drunk? In Judaism in general, we are not in favor of drinking. <laughs> they become shikas. Why Purim? It's a mitzvah to drink, to drink, to get drunk. What is this? The answer is because the miracles that took place, the whole miracle, that took place with and, and how the whole thing happened on a wine drinking film uh. event. The first night was drinking wine, the second night was drinking wine. That to remember the wine drinking, therefore we have a mitzvah to celebrate it and wine. <coughs> That's the reason. Because it all started was by a wine meeting, by drinking wine. Then the Rebbe once spoke about it. He says, What's wine? There is, God doesn't create wine. There is grapes, and you have to squeeze out the grapes to find the wine. And every, every Jew is like a grape. Sometimes you don't see the wine, the best of them. You have to give a squeeze, you have to give a quetch <laughs> to get the wine out of them. The Jewish people needed a little quetch in the time of the Megillah. No, they thought that they, are, they, 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 they thought they are so safe that connections, the queen, the queen is uh, from Mordechai's house, and, and Mordechai is, um, was a minister by the king, and the Jews enjoyed freedom. It was like America, like Germany in the 1920s. Mm. It was good. And we don't need God, we, can, we have enough connections, you'll talk to him and I have money, we'll have pulled. God gave him a little shuckle, a little shaking, and they suddenly gave a quetch, and what came out the best of the Jews. The Jews were ready to die and not to convert to the, to the Persian religion. According to the Talmud, to the Medrash, if they, if they would convert, they would save their lives. Not one per person converted. The best came out of the Jews in this event. Mm. That's the quetching. You know, by Hasidim, we don't only drink and pour him. Hasidim, it's called a Fabringen. Yeah. So together, and we see a little Chaim, you say, word of Torah. Why? Because if you want to bring people together and to wake them up, to make, get them excited about Judaism, you need to open the hearts. To open the hearts, you take a little lechaim. Purim, what happened? When, when Esther uncovered her Jewish identity? By a drink. 
The drinking of Purim is to uncover our Jewish identity, to bring out the Jewish essence of us. Now, officially, I don't want everybody to know in my office that I'm Jewish. I don't want this. I don't want to put a mezuzah on my door because people will think, and I don't want to do it. Everyone has his own calculations. And Purim, we bring out our Jewish side of us, and that's what it's all about. We get drunk for what purpose? Not to become like, like uh, bow people, like people go, go crazy. It's to bring out the Jewish side, to celebrate, our, to reveal our Jewish identity, our deeper Jewish identity. That's what it's all about.